You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This episode of Bushwick's Breakaway is brought to you by spending time with your family, eating a bunch of turkey, drinking gravy, and also our giveaway. Guys, it's the, it's the last week of the giveaway. What giveaway, you ask? The giveaway where I'm giving away a podcast worn jersey. All you need to do is go to our Twitter at Blue Shirts Break and retweet any of our articles from BlueShirtsBreakaway.com, and you are automatically entered to win a podcast worn jersey from us. We have a great show for you today. Happy Thanksgiving. Let's go. Hey, Bushwick Breakaways, welcome to a special Thanksgiving edition of the Bushwick Breakaway. I am your host, Ryan Mead. I'm here with my other host, Gregory Kaplan. Greg, say hello. You're doing a lot with your hands this week. Do you notice that? It's funny because you don't usually see me, but today I'm on video. Do you always do this much with your hands? I do, actually. When you're not looking, I'm always doing the conductor thing. Uh, when I'm I'm, uh, I now you, you make mention of this later in the podcast, but I understand the 10% Italian now. Oh, now it makes sense. Yes. Uh, today we have a great podcast for you. Uh, we had a last second guest canceled, so we brought on our dear friend, Brian Woj, Wotanic, and uh, he'll come on and we talk a lot of nonsense, a lot of shit talk, a lot of Rangers talk, uh, a lot of on holiday talk, we even get some wrestling at the end, so that's fun. And- uh, literal shit talk, by the way, yep. if you were wondering what we possibly meant by that, the, the literal sense of the term. Yep. Uh, the literal sense of that, and uh, for right now, we're going to talk a little bit of Rangers. And then we'll go right over to Woj because, boy, we spent like an hour or 10 minutes talking to him. It's really easy to do that. <laughs> right, right before the podcast starts. Ah, we can do 40 minutes easy with Woj. And yeah. Okay. Hour, hour and 10, like easy. Like not even. Easy. easy. Okay. So right. it's, a, it's a long one, but it's all worth it. Uh, last couple games for us has been kind of weird uh, as, as Ranger fans. we kinda, the, the Blackhawks game, Hank played out of his Fucking mind, dude. Like the first, the first two periods, he was better than I've seen him in a long time. But then the the floodgates opened. We ended up bringing Pavlik, who I'm not a fan of, and I've voiced my opinion on that in this podcast before. Uh, we let up more goals, and the the wheels come off. We end up losing to the Blackhawks. Fine with losing that game. Not really worried about it. Head over to Friday, play a hot Bob. Hot Bob seems to Bob seems to get hot against us all the goddamn time. I don't know what it is. Bob's, Bob gets hot against everybody. He's so good. He's the best goalie in hockey. Like. Losing losing two nothing to the best goalie in hockey is not the end of the world in my mind. It, no, they weren't going to score. He was a stone wall. I wasn't upset. It was fine. 
Uh, I think it was. It was. I, I was upset about the game. I was not upset about losing to Bobrovsky. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you want to you want to win every game as, as a fan. That's what you do. But for for to lose to Bobrovsky, uh, which I just butchered, uh, is it's not upsetting whatsoever. There were so many times, so many times where the puck almost went into the net. He made an incredible save by lifting like his left leg, and it just it's, it's somehow the puck like stopped on his leg before it went over. It was incredible. He's he's something else. And then we routinely destroy the Ottawa Senators. Uh, even though they beat us in the playoffs. It's a nice nice little revenge game for us. Hank plays out of his mind. Has returned to form, by the way. All the questions of, of is Hank still good, uh, those are get, oh, laid to rest for this period of time. Am I right in saying that? Hank's a slow starter. So when Hank comes out of the when he comes out of the gate slow, I, it's never me being like, oh, is Hank, is it over? Is, is this it? No, Hank just, for whatever reason, the, the ripcord needs a couple extra pulls with Hank when the season starts. Hank is still Hank. He's... 36, 37, 38 years old, and he's it's fucking crushing it. I will say we haven't started Pavlik a lot at all. Hank's been uh, It's a little surprising how I, – I would like to say it's a little surprising, but I don't know. I feel like Hank always takes like a two-week vacation in January and February where he just disappears for four games at a time. Um, the way AV decides to use his backups has always been a little weird, and – I don't think it's necessarily a. It's obviously not a problem of AV not trusting Pavlik because Jesus, we're not that far removed from AV being like, well, we're sticking with the hot hand. We're going to play Pavlik. Um, it's just, it, it is a little weird that the Rangers are playing Hank so much, but at the same time, I can't remember the last time the Rangers had a back to back. Every every day, there's at least a 24 hour period where the Rangers are not playing a game. It doesn't so. really change this week. We play Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. So oh, I, uh, I would, I, I bet you we'll see Pavlik this week yeah, for Pavlik, sure. Pavlik definitely plays Friday or Wednesday. One of those two. I think, I, I think, I, th- I think we're seeing Pavlik on oh, Sunday. Oh, nice. At the meetup game. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Pav- if, if I had to choose a game, I, I would guess Pavlik is going to get the matinee start on Sunday. Uh, I really, here's my hot take. I think we end up trading for a goalie uh, in the next month or two for a backup goalie. You really don't, I don't. You think we stick with Pavlik the whole year? Yeah, I think the only way we, we trade for a goal is if there's an injury. I think Pavlik I, – I, yeah. I, first of all, I don't think we've seen enough of Pavlik to have a definitive – I've seen enough. Evaluation I'm of good. him. I'm good. I, okay. I, I, again, I don't think Pavlik is necessarily good. I think he's a perfectly fine backup goalie. The, the, we've been spoiled. Cam Talbot and Antti Ranta were starting caliber goalies when they were backing up for the Rangers. That doesn't usually happen. Um, I, I think Pavlik for the I, – I, I think he's going to be fine. I, I just think with, with Pavlik, like with any other backup goalie, you just have to be smart and careful about what games you play him in. And I think you you obviously play Pavlik in games where the other team's offense isn't as dynamic as some of the top teams in the league. And that's that's when you buy a, buy a break for Henrik. Like Pavlik playing against the Coyotes made perfect sense. Yeah. Pavlik should start against – Every team in the bottom of the standings. Well, if you're saying that, then this week he should start a few times because we're playing the Hurricanes and we're playing the Vancouver Canucks. I think the Hurricanes have been playing better than the record indicates, um, but it, I, I think the Canucks play a perfect. Well, the Canucks are nine, st- nine, system. nine and eight. They're not like a bad. But team. They, they play. They play a very um, methodical offensive system. Is the is the way I would describe it, which is conducive to playing someone like Pavlik against them to try and squeak out a win. I mean, fun story. We're tied with the Hurricanes right now as, as we record. So I think I, the Hurricanes, 
the, the numbers aren't showing it, but if you look at the chances they're creating on a nightly basis, that's a team that's much better than the record indicates. Surprisingly, even the Red Wings are above 500. They're doing pretty well, uh, shockingly enough. So this is actually a harder than I thought week, looking at the schedule very quickly. I still think Pavlik, I, gun to my head, I think Sunday is when we see Pavlik. Uh, I hate that you're right. I'll put it that way. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about the lineup changes, or we want to head over to our hour and a half of Woj? <laughs> we could just well we I, I quickly mentioned how there were parts of the blue jackets game that frustrated me and it was not the end result uh just oh watching I, the blue Jackets game it just it became obvious to me that elaine vino is a smart enough coach to realize the rangers need to make an adjustment i just don't think he's smart enough to understand what that adjustment should be and i this isn't the first example of it it's just watching that blue jacket game it was painfully obvious i, I don't understand how you're watching that game play out how breaking up the top line of Kreider, Zibinijad, and Buchnevich is the adjustment you need to make. It, it's not. And actually, there's one, there's two things I, I missed we didn't talk about with Woj that I'm surprised I didn't bring up. I want to talk about a little bit about the Brendan Smith hit in the game last night. I don't know if you got sure. to see the replay. Uh, I did. It's not dirty, dude. It's not a dirty hit. No, it's uh, it was, on Twitter. The word I used was unfortunate. Um, it was very unfortunate. And uh, I feel very bad for it. And I'm going to bridge his name, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, Mark Borowiecki. Sure. Uh, I'll give it to you. And it, it wasn't dirty. It wasn't a five minute major at all. They called the penalty right away, but it looked because it was worse than it actually was. It Dude, might it they, might have been inf- yeah. interference, but it was it, not. It, might, it might have been a two minute interference penalty, but even then, I don't know. Um, the five-minute major comes from the end result, 100%. Absolutely. It's, it looks bad, so the refs feel like they need to penalize it. But th- things happen in sports that just you can't explain. Um, it's like, look, Gordon Hayward destroyed his oh leg and ankle. God. That wasn't a foul. It's just how he landed on a guy. Yeah, um, brutal, dude. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think it was. It definitely wasn't a game misconduct. Uh, it might have been a penalty. Um it, it the the word I used yesterday is the word that sticks with me, which is just unfortunate. It's it's really just a matter of the guy's balance wasn't there. He was playing the puck, um, the speed played a factor into it, and the area of the ice in which the hit happened also played a factor of it. If if that same hit happens um, at the blue line of in at the center of the ice, it's just a good hit. It's the fact that it happened close enough to the boards where he had. Uh, no hope of slowing himself down, and he was going full force into those boards. It's it's an unfortunate hit, but I, I don't see anything in that hit that screams dirty to me. I, th- I thought it was fine. Not at all. Uh, Brendan Smith has been okay since he's been back, by the way. I have, have the, num- the, numbers, the numbers paint a much darker picture than the eye test, and it's very interesting comparing those two because watching both games, it seems like Smith is more competent defensively than Steve Camper, which is one, true, and two, was never really in any doubt to me, but the the underlying numbers of his play have been surprisingly poor. Um, but stay tuned. I don't know. I yeah. I it, it's it's weird. And I'm like I'm still somewhat of a newbie when it comes to advanced stats in the NHL. Anyway, um, but to me, the Rangers' defensive unit looks more competent with Smith on the ice than it ever did with Camper. Totally agree. And the uh, the other thing I want to talk about before we get to Woj is hey. 
The Raiders were uh, actually mentioned on like a mainstream thing. They were on SNL, sort of, quote unquote. They showed a replay of the power play. The, did, you, did you get a chance to watch the skit? If you haven't, you should watch it. I did. I, I watched it. I, um, it's going to show how not cool and nerdy I am. Okay. Didn't know that was Chance the Rapper yep, until that's afterwards. Definitely Chance the Rapper, actually one of my favorite artists these days. Uh, he turns out he's actually pretty funny. Do that hockey, man. Let's do that hockey. Uh, uh, the the best the anyone who says the best part of the skit is anything but the all right turn around so we can see your name an there's S, an S a K and, and a, J. a J nope nope let's go back to you and uh, that's exactly how we felt I remember when we first said Brady Shea's name on Skagey. the podcast we were Skagey yeah that's Skagey that makes sense that is an S a K and a J yeah you should do yeah. that let's talk about the power play that was really uh, funny yeah that that part to me was the funniest part just because it it was just fantastic I, I will say. There's been some weird internet backlash to that skit. Really? What was the backlash? Yeah, have, you, have you not noticed it? No, I haven't done. Some people, time. some people have called it uh, racist, and other people say it's a it's a highlight showing how not inclusive hockey is. Because here's a here's a guy who knows nothing about hockey and is just completely. That's not the point of the skit. It, at they're all. missing the joke. It's a fucking. First of all. Is this the world we live in, Ryan? Where well, every little thing. The is answer going is to yes. Effect? By the way, whatever you're about to say. Fair. Every little thing offends us. It's just, I don't know how you can watch that skit and be like, well, that's racist. The point, no! the point is that he's a Knicks fan who signed up to be a Knicks reporter who obviously loves the Knicks and they're forcing him to cover hockey and he has no idea. It's not a racist skit. That's what no, it is. I, I will say this. I would bet there are more Ranger fans that are also Knicks fans than there are Knicks fans that are also Ranger fans. Guaranteed. But you're going to be able to find a Ranger fan that knows absolutely nothing about basketball. Yeah. And you could put them – you could do that exact same skit with someone like Pierre Maguire trying to call a basketball game. And he'd just be like – every everything would just be, oh, Lonzo Ball went to uh, blah, blah, blah high school in South Hill Ridge. Uh, he's a – blah, 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 blah. like it would be nothing about the game. There's a way you can do that joke on the other side. It, I, I just – I I dude, Ryan, like, well, how I, are we I hate offended? the internet. I hate the internet too, dude. I hate to that. I'm not offended. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny, and I you know what? A, I had a great time with this kid. I was so it was so cool to see the Rangers like in a mainstream type of media that would be, you know, watched by a ton of people with Chance the Rapper, who by the way is like a cultural icon. That brings yeah, light. Know, that brings light to the game, dude. I, like if I'm not a Ranger fan, like oh, this is pretty funny. Like maybe I should watch a Ranger game. Isn't that you good? know who else must have thought that skit was funny? Chance the Rapper. Yeah, I bet you. There's no way Chance the Rapper does that skit if he wants for one second thinks it's racist. For sure, it's. Uh, I hate 2017. Why are we offended it, by this? It's just it, it goes back. Remember the um, the Nashville Predator guy who wasn't a hockey fan at all randomly turned the game on and just that like was, live tweeted his thoughts about the game. That was the best. <laughs> I don't remember being like, well, this is an example of how in, how not inclusive hockey. No, is. No, he well, was like, why haven't been watching hockey? These guys hate each other. This this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't it's know, man. If if that if that skit's gonna make you angry, just get off the what internet. It's not a place for it you. It was fun, man. I, I I thought it was good, and it was a uh, it wasn't like laugh out loud funny, but it was a good chuckle, and it, I it painted the Rangers in a good light. And they said Butchnevich's name and Shattenkirk's name on SNL. That's awesome. So yeah, it's it, it was good. Uh, Chance the rapper was great with it. The, the name was like, "There's a guy here with 26 letters and no vowels." And no I don't vowels. know what's going on. How am I supposed to say that? Yeah, it was it, it was it was a fun skit, and I was having a fun time with it. And then I, you know, some old cranky people got on Twitter and said, "This is bad for hockey." And look, if that skit's going to be bad for hockey, nothing's going to be good for hockey, and we should just pick up our puck and go home. I was pleasantly surprised. All right. On that note, let's head over to our good friend, Brian Wotanik, and uh, we're going to say goodbye from there during that part. So, 
Transition. Transition. <laughs> hey, we're back with our special guest. We're all thankful because it's Thanksgiving week. Brian, my dear friend. Oh. Whoa. Oh. Again? How so, did you guys get here? So soon? <laughs> what the hell? Uh, I, honestly, I honestly think sometimes Woj just starts FaceTiming with us, hoping we're doing a podcast. Yeah, just yeah. So oh, hey, guys. Uh, I honestly did. Like, I literally had just walked in the door and Ryan shot me a message. Like, hey, you want to come on? I'm like, eh, fuck it. I'll go throw some underwear. I'm not wearing pants right now. Oh, so, I'm not like, wearing pants either. So that's no, – and, so. and the coolest part about that is you and me are in video chat, and we can only see the waist <laughs> up. <laughs> just the waist <laughs> up. So I, you it's, been a, it's been a good, pad been a good day for yeah, yeah so we spent, we spent the last 30 minutes shit talking uh, in a podcast <laughs> that'll never be heard ever. And if you ever want to know what it is, don't ask. Um, yeah. but, but we're here to talk about the Rangers. Uh, and you guys, before we came on right away, have told me they're boring and they're a shitty team. So you want to defend yourselves? <laughs> no, huh? I, uh, I, for, I, for the most part, was just being uh, Fac- facetious. facetious. I don't know if it was being serious. Okay. Well, listen, the team's not boring. It can't be boring. Well, the, okay, Bob shut us out. I get it. That, that game yeah. sucked. There was like three or four times where the puck should have went in the net. You get unlucky. Sometimes you find a hot goalie. We've been on, what, we've been on this podcast for two years now. I think it's our anniversary, Greg. I'm not even sure. It might be our anniversary. <laughs> Is it? it might I be have our... no idea. I don't, I'm not good with dates. Um, while we're talking anniversaries, yeah, nice. uh, when, um, at what point did your parents, for either of you, make it a thing where you needed to re- remember that? Well, <laughs> not Ryan. He doesn't have a date. I was about to say, you're fucking well, serious, well, Greg? Well, <laughs> <laughs> at what point did your parents make it a thing where they have to remember their wedding anniversary? So I'm about to lay some weird knowledge on you guys about my parents. I this is that. real peel back the curtain stuff. Yeah. So my parents got divorced when I was six. Okay. I don't know their anniversary. Let's, let's follow along this story. My dad moved out until I was like 13. Okay. Moved back in, has been living with us ever since. Okay. Well, I don't live with them now because I'm on my own place. But you're like, an adult. Lived with us ever since, and he still lives with my mom, but they're not married. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. They never got remarried. Yeah. Just, just don't sleep in the same bed. Two different rooms. Right. Just hanging out. Huh. Bros. Just hanging out. Just yeah. guys being dudes and chicks being chicks. Like, so, basically, it's, it's, so basically your parents are just good roommates, and they realized that uh, yeah. you know they created you, and that was a problem, right, so they didn't want yeah. to do that again. Yeah. My story is so <laughs> similar. Like My dad left, and he didn't come back. That's it. Yeah. That's all <laughs> <laughs> well, Ryan, uh, it's not similar because oh. mine's still here. Oh, so sorry. Yours sorry. gone. Yeah. That's God about that. The opposite. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh. All yeah. right. So I guess I'm gonna have this conversation with myself. Yeah, Greg, um, enjoy this. I think. I think. <laughs> oh, we got, got, got Greg. Two parents. It's so love. Oh. <laughs> wow. So but, cool. Uh, Follow up question. Are they anyway? Uh, I think <laughs> time in college when my parents were just like, "You need to now remember our wedding anniversary." And I was like. This is a conversation we should have had when I was little and dates were important to me That's so weird. because I still don't like every it. I know it's in August. I know it's in August because I'll get a text what? from my mom being like, uh, did you forget something today? And I was like, my lunch, maybe I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> and she's again, like, no, welcome- it's my wedding anniversary. I was like, I wasn't alive. Like, right. I, I don't know what you want from me. And again, welcome to the New York Rangers days. podcast. You know, all we do is talk about the Rangers. But um, but as I was saying is both my parents are actually adopted. So that's also weird. So I, oh, none of my family's real. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> we're, we're just pulling back. Mead me is, me is not your last name. Like, I'm, I'm convinced your dad's last name is actually, like, Witkowski or something. I, maybe. I don't know. I did the 23 and me. I'm, like, 10% Italian. That doesn't check out. I don't get that. I, you should ask him someday. Yeah, I'll just call him up. <laughs> <laughs> he, probably so, to, he probably listens to the podcast. He was a Ranger fan. 
So the so the Rangers, huh? Yeah. So that's uh, a hockey team. Wow. Yeah, they're playing Jeez. hockey right now. Parents. You know, um, how about how about this? Because I'm sure we haven't addressed this part yet, or we won't address this part yet because we're going to address it now. Uh, let's pull back the curtain. We do the interviews before we do our intros, so oh, we know what wow. to talk about in the intro. Behind the scenes. Uh, Woj, you're a once upon a time Twitter um, Kanye sore. Yeah, it was. What do you what? Did you see any of the Anthony D'Angelo bullshit that happened yesterday? I caught like the tail end of it. Um, I went on, I forgot why I went, I went on really quick to check something and I caught like the tail end. I didn't really look into it because I knew it would probably just make me mad. From what I saw, like it was Rangers fans coming at him for arguing with another Rangers fan and like them Rangers fans saying like, oh, you're in Hartford and you should be in the NHL and him being like, oh, how many games have you played? Like pretty much just back and forth with the fans. So from uh, from what I can understand, and I will say, if if he did like this tweet, um, he has since unliked it, so it's no longer saved on his profile. Someone may have seen that um, he liked Donald Trump's tweet about leaving Leangelo Ball in Chinese jail. Yeah. Um, well, of course. First of all, right. that's that's an argument I don't want to take a side on. I never want to live in a world where I have to decide if I'm Team Trump or Team LeVar Ball. Anyway, um, someone I mean, may or may not have seen. Greg. It was a crime. Anyway, go on. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm sorry. not even. I'm sorry. not even touching I'm that. Sorry. But D'Angelo may or may not have liked that tweet, and he's for, D'Angelo is a dirtbag on the ice. We've seen plenty of reports about him being just a terrible human being, and you know some people hate him because he's a MAGA supporter, which is I. We can go off on a tangent about that plenty of times. People know our opinions on it. I'm not here to do it. Here's my thing. I think now's a good if, time to talk about the one the one one star rating review we got on iTunes one time that was this podcast mentioned Obama. They're awful. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's that's a true story. It, yeah, that, I think that, it's still. I believe it. It's, oh it's no, fantastic. someone it, it went away. I don't know. How oh, that that's too bad. I know. I'm pretty I wish upset. It was still here. Yeah, sorry. Um, anyway, rate us five stars on iTunes. Here's, here's, here, this is a long way to get to what I want to say. If you don't like Tony D'Angelo as a person, you're justified. You have your reasons. That's fine. I. I won't even disagree with you. However, if you go after the guy on Twitter, you then can't be angry if he claps back. Yes, I agree completely. Um, I and, and I will say this. One, you can't be angry if he claps back. But two, D'Angelo should be smarter not to clap back. Like, also they're both true. wrong. It, it, it's possible that both sides of the argument can be wrong. If you think Tony D'Angelo is a dirt human being, you're probably right. I haven't met the guy, but all I can see – are the reports out there about the homophobic slurs on the ice, the berating of officials. Um, two organizations have given up on him after being a very high draft pick. And that's why we traded and, a 1C for him. Because, you know, you, yeah, you yeah, whenever fantastic. you can trade for that quality of guy, you got to do it. Right. So I, I, I get it. I hear everyone. I'm not here to tell anyone that Tony D'Angelo is a fucking saint. Because I, I just I don't think that to be true. I just don't think you can be angry if the guy claps back at you on Twitter. You're baiting yeah. him. That's all you're doing. Also, I, I don't understand it. Just also, you can't have something be better to do with your night. You don't have to tweet at these athletes about their political opinions. Well, it, they, it doesn't. It's only going to make you angry, and however they respond to you is only going to make you angrier. It all takes is one, and then the mob's going to be on them, and the rest of the people like now the rest of the people coming in after the first initial are just looking for a response. Like they want to get that tweet back and get under his skin, and then there's that subgroup who's mad at Anthony D'Angelo for tweeting at the fans, being like, "Oh, you if you focus more time on uh, hockey instead hey, of tweeting, you'd be why'd you NHL. Stick, why'd you stick to so, sports?" There is literally zero winners in this no, no one won. Twitter debacle. Like I said, I got I caught the tail end of it, so I didn't see it all happening. I saw a few people tweet about it, but it, yeah, it's just like it's. 
I remember tweeting like before the season started, like, oh, we got to give the guy a chance. Like, I know every, everybody goes through things, you know, whatever. He's probably a bad dude, but like, let's give him a chance as a Ranger and uh, not looking great. Not, not, not good. No, he, if, if D'Angelo's smart, he really should just get rid of his Twitter. I, it Delete doesn't it. benefit him. I don't know why any professional athlete would have a Twitter account. Oh, jo- Joel Embiid ha- wants to have a word with you because he's the best. Joel Embiid, he's the exception, not the rule. I feel like most athletes aren't as engaging as Embiid or Michael Grabner on Twitter. And they're just kind of there. Well, Michael Grabner's yeah. another another story. He's not like right. That doesn't benefit him in any way either. I'd say I'd say <laughs> nope. I'd say five percent of professional athletes are good at Twitter and make it a fun place to be. Most of them either use it for self promotion or just get angry when someone with a fucking egg picture comes at them. And most and of the good Twitter is from NBA. Let's get that out of the way too. Almost yeah, all of them. Hundred percent. Yeah, I don't. I don't know a single baseball player with a good Twitter. There's no baseball Twitter. Like, is there even a baseball Twitter community? There's probably like seven uh, people. No, it's just angry fans being angry, which is what every which is what every fan base on Twitter is. It's all Definitely. angry fans being angry. Even Coyote fans are angry at Coy- other Coyote fans, and <laughs> that's incredible. What are you guys but, mad about? This Arizona. Why are you playing hockey? I mean, they yeah, got right. Anthony Duclair with that hat trick the other night. Funny story. Um, I'm ready. While we're talking Twitter, so Duclair scores the hat trick. Um, another inside sports moment here is. For the most part, I would say 98% of the tweets from our account are from me. Ryan will chime in every now and then when I'm asleep. Yep. Um, So early in the morning, uh, I work miserable hours. Duclair scored a hat trick, including a game winner in overtime for the Coyotes. And I just tweeted it like, oh, my God, I missed this guy. A Coyote fan comes at me being like, he played 18 games for the Rangers. So I can fucking miss him. (laughs) There isn't a requirement of how many games Anthony does any player has to play for me to miss him. He can play yeah. five minutes on the ice. I can be like, I fucking missed that guy. Love that guy. Yeah. Like eight, why are you coming at me with the 18 game number? Can't he was our top prospect and he's fucking Anthony Duclair. Like, I fucking miss him. You can't have your own feelings, Greg. I don't know if you know about that. If you disagree with anybody, it's, you're, it's wrong. Not. <laughs> Listen, apparently why don't you just not. be like every other Twitter account out there in Ranger Land and buy Twitter followers? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> just, just calling people out. Just, <laughs> it, it does not work. <laughs> Listen, All I know is I did a deep dive research, and in Russia, you could buy Twitter followers for $2 at kiosks outside Monuments. Monuments. That's a Ryan Mead word. Nice. (laughs) Does Russia have monuments? Like, what is their monument? Like, a a frozen icicle in Siberia? It's like... Does Russia have Twitter? I I know they have... They have have things called troll farms. They really do. It's crazy. We're going deep today. Like, you could buy it on the street. You could buy Twitter followers. So that's what most Ranger accounts do. That's all I'm throwing. I'm just throwing it out there. Anyway. uh, Twitter in general. So you don't have you can't have your own opinion, Greg. So that's good. No, no, I no. can't miss Anthony Duclair because he didn't play twenty games as a New York Ranger. No, not at all. Nineteen, you've been set. Eighteen, a- eighteen. He just Too missed. Little. Unbelievable. Too little. The thing is now, just, I, I don't understand it. Anyway, so back to the original question. We talked about this team sort of being quote unquote boring. Uh, is this team actually boring? Is this a hot take? Am, am I being blinded by actually just enjoying Rangers hockey? And am I not seeing they're actually boring, or are we just making shit up here? I was being funny. I don't think they're boring. Okay. I just wanted to, I was just trying to figure it out. Uh, because I, I, I wouldn't say boring. Boring is a hard word for me. I'd say I'm having a hard time loving them as I've had the past few Rangers teams and it's record, like despite the record, like despite the results of the games, I don't love this team. Like I've loved the last few years of Rangers teams outside of like the KZB line and Shattenkirk. Like for some reason, like all the core guys are just rubbing me the wrong way this year. I don't know what it is. I just can't get emotionally attached to this team because I maybe it's just I don't want them to hurt me again. 
I, I think I got attached to like I, last year. I got really attached to Grabner pretty quickly. I think he did a Real pretty, quick. really, really good job with that. Like DeHarnay, like I didn't really get attached to him. Um, nope. Camper, I mean, come on now. Paul Carey. Yeah, Paul Why? Carey. Like I don't know. I I do like Bunievis, but he. I love I, I love Boot. Yeah. He came up earlier. I mean, he didn't he play a game with us last year or two. Yeah, he, he played, played two or something like that. Oh, he played in the Islanders game. Um, but yeah, yeah. I uh I like him, but there there's just some guys in this team I just don't. I don't really don't get. Care I don't really get. The, the chemistry is good. It seems like, but let's, yeah. let's let's explore this space, gentlemen. Is this AV's fault? Oh, mm-hmm. are, are you are you taking your anger out on the players because you're frustrated with the coaching situation? I th- probably. I think so. Probably. I mean, the lineup changes are uh, are are just asinine. I mean, Jesper Fast, <laughs> Jesper Fast being on the second line uh, with JT Miller and Zuccarello behind him is really like, huh? What? So. Well, let, let, well, I want to talk about that as well. Um, Tobias, I, I'm going to butcher his last name, so I'm not even going to say it. No, but say it. This is the podcast for that. At, he's at um, <laughs> Man United, M-A-N-U-T-D. And Wait, he had a, like he had a soccer team? Point. Soccer team, yeah. Big Ranger fan, though. Okay. Very smart hockey mind. All right. Uh, believe he lives in Sweden. Uh, hashtag international. Anyway, he had a good point. When it, when it comes to evaluating the Rangers, we kind of have to stop looking at them as a team that – stacks their lines one two three as long as Elaine Vino's here he kind of just plays at the top nine no line really plays a significant amount of minutes more than the other two lines in the top nine they're all kind of getting the 14 to 15 minutes on ice no one it's it's not like a traditional hockey team where your top line's getting 20 your second line's getting 17 your third line's getting 14 and your fourth line is getting nine it's just not how the Rangers run. So while on paper it says Jesper Fast is on a line higher than Matt Zuccarello, they're basically playing the same amount of time. So really it just it's the Rangers mixing and matching players to uh, put on the ice together. And you know what? Every time AV makes one of those weird lineup decisions, for whatever reason, they work. And I, it, it's so fucking annoying because it shouldn't. <laughs> but Fast played really well with Hayes yesterday. Well, this, if you can't say he didn't. I, I don't like. I thought the top six was as perfect as it could be. Those forward combinations should not have been touched in my mind. KZB should never be touched, and if maybe thinks of touching it, he should be smacked upside the head. I really liked Hayes, Nash, and Zook. I, I thought that was a productive two-way hockey line. At the same time, it's intriguing to see JT Miller with Matt Zuccarello. I think they're a very fun match especially if you're going to put Miller at center um and fast fast his style of play works with Hayes it's I it if you if you think of it as the top three lines all playing the same minutes which they basically do I think it's more appetizing than saying Fast is on the second line and Zook is on the third line just by saying it that way it makes it sound a lot different than it is I actually think AV, for whatever reason, rolls his top three lines the exact same no matter what. So someone being on a line, quote-unquote, ahead of another person, I, I, I don't think it really means as much as it would for another team. Remember, 10 games ago, AV was almost fired. Now we're 7-3 yeah. and three in the last 10. Uh, we had a, I think, I think we're eight. Aren't we 8-2? and two? Oh, I, I might have read that before last night's game. You're correct. Um, so 8-2. and two. Good, great podcast host. Top 10. And then also... Uh, he's, he was on the line and now 
He seems to be entrenched, and he's going to be here for the rest of the year. There's no way he's leaving, right? There's no way. He's not getting out of no. here. No. Another, another losing streak, maybe, but it would have to be another, like, seven straight in a row. Yeah, they'd have to be, like, astronomical, like, blown out by three or four goals a game. Well, what do you think about uh, him finally putting JT Miller back at center? I was reading some of JT Miller's underlying stats, and apparently they don't look too good. I mean, if Drew was here, he would give me a full analysis on that, but I'm just looking as a layman fan and saying uh, he's been succeeding despite his stats not showing up on the uh, on the ice, that is. so. Well, I don't know about your take, but I think it has more to do with I'd rather have JT Miller at center than AV continue to misuse David DeHarnay. Yes. I, I think that's the problem for me. I think AV was... Um, my, I think my theory holds true that AV, every time he looks at DeHarnay on the ice, gets confused and thinks it's Martin St. Louis again, and it's just not. <laughs> um, because the way the, the usage of DeHarnay has never really made sense, and AV has been playing him like a player he hasn't been in his entire career. So just by simply removing a guy that AV doesn't know how to use, I think it makes the Rangers better. I don't know necessarily if JT Miller is the answer at center. Um, I just think he has a better shot at being the type of player A.V. wanted David DeHarnay to be. It feels like A.V.'s trying to make David DeHarnay what Grabner was last year, like that, like bring him onto the team, become like an offensive spark plug and use him in ways that Grabner got lucky and was able to score almost 30-something goals last year, and DeHarnay just can't do that. So I, I like Miller way better on the wing. Like I don't like the move to center at all, like at all. It's just trade for a fucking center. That's it. Just let's trade for a center. We, ha- we have the assets. Do we? What are we trading? I don't know. Let's find something. We can't find quote unquote. What's, what's Anthony D'Angelo up to? Tweeting. Like, yeah, let's look at, he's, let's, he's, let's, he's, uh, he's, he's been bad in Hartford. Like there's yeah, no other like, way to slice it. He hasn't been bad in Hartford. What, like, are we bringing Heedle up anytime soon? Like, what, like what's going on here? Oh, like, he, well, Heedle can come up whenever he wants for me. Like he, yeah. Heedle's been dominating in Hartford. He just came back and he scored two goals right away. Guys, he's, he's like, got like 13 points in his first 11 games in Hartford. 18 years old. He's leading the league. He's fifth in the league in score in points in AHL. Look at that. Look at the research I've done. Look at all. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, actually. That's other um, stats. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up. Uh, but uh, someone's going to correct me on that, Vic Ryan. Actually, yeah, I don't think I don't think it's total. Well, actually, I think he's fifth, well, actually, think he's fifth in uh, points per game. Points per game. Sorry about that. Still. Well, well, actually, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nerd alert. I went to a, a nerd board game convention this weekend. I can't say anything. I literally played board games all weekend. Just throwing it out there. That's how bad it yeah, was. Yeah, I, I got nothing for <laughs> yeah, you there. Yeah, that's how bad it was. So you go go ahead and yell at me. I'm totally fine. I called you guys nerds, but I'm way worse. I'm sorry. Saw Justice League in an open theater today. Oh, Empty theater, rather. No. One person in the theater uh, on after the day after an opening weekend. Give me your immediate reaction. Like, just your gut feeling walking out of the movie. The uh, post credit scene was better than the entire movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the post, like... And it was like – that's the part – like I, I fucking loved the post credit scene. There's two. The first one is whatever. The second one like is clearly like a setup and it is so much more exciting than anything that happens in the movie. The movie is overall what you would say not enjoyable? Better than Suicide Squad, which I didn't like. That was so. – was that a compliment? Yeah. It, 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 honestly, that's like as close as I get to a compliment for that movie. Like it tries so hard to be funny. Like there's so many like where like all the jokes are like you could tell there's like I mean again I was in theater by myself so I wasn't laughing but you could tell like there was a setup where like if this was a full theater there would this would be the laugh track portion of it but yeah it, it was pretty bad acting cringy lines your like, mom's name is Martha too also yeah. Martha oh, wow. holy <laughs> shit Woj, Woj saying Justice League is better than Suicide Squad is saying like having diarrhea is better than shitting your pants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
All I'm right. coming up on like speaking of, I'm coming up on like a year since the last time I shit my pants. I was just I talking about that one. Yeah, I was just, just talking about this on the car ride back home from my board game yeah. convention. I, you know, I haven't shit my pants in a while. I think it's due. I think uh, I remember. It's just gonna shard happen. I love this podcast. I, w- <laughs> I went to a restaurant and it was we had to go watch like a Rangers game and I'm like I, we talked about this before the 20 minute episode that will never air. Yep. The I'm lactose intolerant, but I just shoved dairy into my face because I'm a Neanderthal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had like the seafood dip, so it's like loaded with cream cheese. And I usually like I go to this place all the time and I usually do shit before I leave. So it's one of those things where like I got to make the decision of do I shit or do I try to go home. And I felt great. And I'm like, all right, let's get home. I got it's like a 15 minute car and I got halfway there and I'm like, this is it. It's going to happen. So I had to make the decision. Do I pull over at like a McDonald's or do I just let it rip? And I uh, and while making that decision, I shit my pants. And that was about a year ago today. Oh, so. you're, you're like full on, like no problem. <laughs> Did you like place the car on fire afterwards? What happened to that car? It was a interesting transition of swinging my legs out of the like the driver's seat and oh, like no. yeah, like I luckily like where I live, like it's buried in the back, so like I had to let a little bit fall out back there. In, in more ways than one, I get you. I'm yeah. following this. It was, and then I just yeah, the underwear, the pants, it was all I th- thrown out. Like that was just you don't you don't save those like that's no, no saving no, because that. every time you look at those, you'd be like, these are the pants. That's it. I can't, I can't look at those I, pants I the same way again. It's over. They're tainted. They don't I, want to uh, be worn by me again. I, I, I don't think I've had a shit my pants moment like that, but I will tell the story of um, this one time while I was in Charleston with friends. Uh, drunk is all fuck, and we'd get the great idea. I don't know why drunk Greg likes walking places, but he decides instead oh, of getting a cab home. I love it. I love going on adventures. Instead of getting a cab home, my friend and I tried to walk from the bar back to the hotel, and something just started rumbling down low and i was Wait, like is this the I, banquet I, is this the banquet no, no. Uh, did we have a banquet in charleston south carolina oh, no, Ryan? i heard something else sorry i heard no. i heard banquet in connecticut uh no no banquets i, I liked having a lot of drinks and driving for some reason because i'm a fucking idiot yeah, you're an anyway um <laughs> we're walking back and i just start getting real sick and i tell my buddy like i don't think i'm gonna make it but i saw a gas station sign in the not too far distance probably like less than a quarter of a mile. And I, I made this agreement with my body. I was like, body, if you can get to the gas station, we're going to be okay. Don't worry about anything. Uh, of course, by, when we get to the gas station, fucking neon light is on above it. Gas station is closed. Oh. And my, my body is like, no, no, no. You said we were good if we got to the gas station. <laughs> we made an agreement. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, long story short, um, went behind that gas station and just let everything flow. See, now what I did was I got I got the pants off. But what I did was obviously I don't want to be walking the next mile with a with a with a swampy butt. Yeah. So I I did the take the boxes off, use that and just leave them. Mm -hmm. Sacrifice. Yeah. On the same topic, what's your opinion on farting at the gym? Like I feel like you could just let it <laughs> rip. Go <laughs> this is this is like me asking you guys uh, when did your parents start asking you about anniversaries? You think I go to a fucking gym? Sorry, sorry, never mind. I take it back. Uh, yeah. I take it back. It's all the pre-workout I took today. That was a sorry about that. Stupid question. What a dumbass. Yeah. Next, next. All right, on the same topic. What are you guys thankful for for Thanksgiving? Oh Jesus! Oh man! I hate this fucking question. Do you, do you hate this question? Bush's breakaway. Nice, nice. Oh, um, I, I'll, um, I'll reveal what I'm thankful for. Today we got NHL accredited. Nice. Oh! We applied to the website for uh, to get approved for Bush's breakaway, and NHL said you're an accredited media source, and they gave us an so account. So this, this we can get 
media passes for the NHL draft for sure, right? Because I might actually do that. We, uh, not for sure. We're still in the process right now of getting the Winter Classic pass. Supposedly, I, and this was pretty cool, I selected the radio hosts option. So uh, hopefully, radio row. Ra- ra- uh, hopefully, they'll put Ryan Mead in a little bit of radio row, and I'll go to the Winter Classic. But I believe it, the two things we can go to are the Winter Classic and the draft. Those are our two options. Yeah. Now, Ryan, you know if you go sit on Radio Row, you're not allowed to cheer, right? Yeah, I know I can't say anything. I'll just nod. You, you just have to sit there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I. I can, not... I can I be like the muscle? Yeah, of course. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't see why not. This okay. is my bodyguard, Woj. Uh, we're uh, big-time podcasters. Big-time. We are uh, number one official, non-official podcast of the New York Rangers. People know I just want to give. I want to give Troutwood a good noogie if I see him. That's it. Like – yeah. I don't know why. I just want to get him. Okay, here's here's a new question. Okay, um, can you give bald people noogies? This is a tight yeah. question. I think you can. It's way worse though. More disrespectful. If they're it's bald. way more disrespectful, and especially I, I out traveling. Yeah, I think anything with the head with a bald person in, as a bald person, it's disrespectful. Yeah, like I feel like I, if I even like hey like say hello to you and rub your head a little bit, you're gonna punch me. I'll, I don't know about punch, but I'll definitely make that. Yeah, I fucking get it. I don't have hair. I don't know why you had to go there. Like when we like cuddle, that, that we, sentence has come out of my mouth. Like when we cuddle, it's cool, but like any other time, it's not cool. No good. Yeah. Speaking I always of- love when they when they cut to the intermission and always looks like uh, Valiquette just gave Troutwig a noogie, and they cut to him and like Troutwig just looking dead on at the camera. I, they look like they hate each other. I, I, I love. I it. was about to say I always feel like Troutwig hates Valley. <laughs> like, but I, they like, but like I know deep down inside, it's like the Grinch. Like deep down inside somewhere, Troutwig has a love for him that's undying. But on camera, it just looks like he wants to be anywhere else on the planet, but with Valley. Is Troutwig like a Hayden Islander fan? Isn't that the deal? Have uh, have I given you guys my Troutwig story? I think you have no. a long time ago, but give it to Woj. Give it to me. Um, so I once upon a time, Woj, I interned at Madison Square Garden. Not and there was that. Yeah, no, actually, I'm going to fucking brag about it. It was a great fucking internship. Okay, sorry, sorry. That's cool, Greg. I've still never been there. So whatever. <laughs> um, anyway, your life is depressing. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, so for whatever reason, I was the lucky intern that, that got to go to a um, summer league practice where Tortorella was coaching some rookies. <laughs> and the point of it was to interviewed Tortorella. Fantastic. Cause that was the time Tortorella basically said, fuck Scott Gomez. And the next day the Rangers traded Scott Gomez. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, but anyway, like prepping for the interview, they needed to set up this room where it was going to happen. And they needed someone to sit in with Troutwig just so they can get the cameras set and everything. So intern Greg gets volunteered to just sit next to Al Troutwig as everyone sets up behind him. Um, here, is how the conversation goes. Al Troutwick starts off by asking me if I watched the BET Awards the night before. Uh, I tell him <laughs> I, I didn't, actually. That was not something I was able to do. Um, what a weird question, a, Al. Like, what you, yeah. <laughs> like, are you his trying go-to, to... His go-to to, like, I guess relate to a then 20-year-old intern was like, so tell me about the BET are Awards. Are you trying to make like, this weird? A, a 20-year-old white intern as well. Yeah. like <laughs> and, and White, clearly Jewish, um... Definitely not watch the BET Awards. Anyway, no. he goes on a two-minute rant about some act that did something, and I, I was just <laughs> nodding. Like the Outroutwig from Cool Runnings is asking me about the BET Awards. This is fantastic. And then um, his, his he pivots from there. He's like, so, so Greg, what, what is it you want to do for a living? I was like, you know, uh, I'm in school for sports communication. Broadcasting is my passion. We really love to get into it. Uh, do you smoke? Uh, <laughs> No. And he's like, you should probably start like smoking a pack a day. And I was like, oh, 
Love it. Fantastic. This is uh, this this is this has been conversations without Troutwig, and uh, so far what I've gotten is I need to watch the BET Awards and yeah. I should chain smoke. Al reminds me a lot my- of my a lot of my dad, just more successful. <laughs> he like looks like a, you had a com- he's bald. He can't remind you of your dad. There's no way you've had a conversation. <laughs> We've never had with a dad. conversation. Yeah, you're right. My bad. I'd uh, like to think Troutwig only watches TV once a year, and it's for the BET Awards. Like that's his, <laughs> that's his Super Bowl. Like Troutwig just quickly <laughs> for the BET Awards. Smokes a whole pack of Senecas. <laughs> and then, like that's my. That's I just my picture him going home that day. He like orders a big bowl of, bowl of wings, gets in his boxers, the Victoria's Secret catalog on, on the nightstand next to him. BET Award comes on, pops it open, cigarette in the mouth. This is what I've been waiting for. <laughs> El Troutwig has an iPod shuffle with just NWA albums. <laughs> that that internship was great but that one day was probably the happiest i've ever been as like a ranger fan because on one hand al troutwig is doing the exact opposite of quit smoking advertising campaigns and the next thing i know is fucking john tortorella coming in this interview and going on a huge rant about scott gomez a producer being like you can't say that about scott gomez and tortorella just being Fuck Scott Gomez. The next day I wake up, the Rangers have traded Scott Gomez to the Montreal Canadiens. Nice trade. Uh, yeah, right. Thanks for Ryan McDonough, guys. That was awesome. Yeah. I'll take him over. Uh, speaking of uh, weird interviews, did you see that uh, on Spinning Chicklets? Not that I listen, uh, but the quote came out that I forgot who knocked out Jimmy VC's teeth, but he said, I hope you bleed out as he walked away from him. Wow, what a hockey move. I hope you Kinda bleed like out. That. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Raise your hand if you like it, Brian. Wow. <laughs> kind of like it. Just how, guys being how, dudes. How many weeks would you be on bed rest if someone hit you so hard in the face that Bro. your teeth were lodged into your front lip? They were in his lip. And they and VC went out that night. And yeah, they, he played. No, he Finish went out and he went out after the game. Oh, like at the club? Yeah, they, they, they were. Oh, you had, oh, yeah. That's a genius move on his part. You have to. You just walk around like this. Like, yeah. I'm bad, <laughs> yeah. doing something about bad, face. Bad, bad just walk around with your teeth it. out like. And like all the girls, like, oh, look at this little infant who got his teeth knocked out. He's like, oh yeah, like apparently they, he anymore. was like drinking protein shakes through a straw while they were hanging out. It was like it was like Hayes, him, and the host of Spinning Chicklets. Ridiculous. I I honestly don't think I would have. I I still would not have gone back to work if my two front teeth had been knocked out. Oh, like I'd, oh, I would, I'd still be out. I would have asked to been euthanized. <laughs> Just speaking out of my misery. It's it over, dude. Matter. It doesn't get better. Yeah, his mom, he's like, sorry, mom. Like you knocked out your two front teeth into your lip. Deep into yeah. your lip, and then I saw I saw a uh, article on Blue Shirts Banter today. I did a lot of reading, I guess today, and uh, they they had like the good, bad, and, like great players for the month. And they had VC as like mediocre. It's like, yeah, dude, he got his teeth knocked into his lip. What do you want yeah. from him? He's playing well. He scored two goals in fifty six seconds. I, can't, I want somebody like, who writes that blog to just get kicked in the teeth, yeah. and then right, finish the blog. Yeah, fin- <laughs> finish the blog. yeah. What now? Finish the blog. Finish the blog. Yeah, well, here's a mask. Back and finish the game and drink protein shakes yeah. that night. Finish the blog. Finish the, here's the mask. Oh, media. Right? Who needs them? But anyway, that's us. <laughs> Losers. <laughs> Losers, nerds. Uh, were we talking about the Rangers? Oh, uh, probably. Yeah, maybe. Um, Whoa, is, gonna- is there a guy you don't want? Just tell, Woj, tell me how you feel about Steve Camper. That's really what I want to know. That I was going to think of a convoluted way to get to, is there a guy in the Rangers you hate right now? I just want you to tell me about Steve Camper. Uh, what's Adam Clandenning up to? Is he, is he uh, free? Uh, I Actually, he is free. Checked his Instagram this weekend because I was checking my boy. They misspelled his name on his jersey where he's playing right now. I love it. <laughs> um, I hate Camper. I really do. I can't. He's one of the, I think he's, again, one of those big reasons. Back to the thing, I can't get attached to this team until like they have like, Oh, maybe I'm just like say like don't have like young sprout good looking dudes like they used to because Carrie and uh, 
what's his name? Camfer. I, I don't know. Like they're just boring to me. Like Kerry can like I he's gonna be one of those guys in like next year when they're like, Oh yeah, Paul Carey played for the Rangers when he plays on some other Ooh. team and he scores a goal against us. I'm like that guy played for us last year. And then Camfer's gonna be the same thing. So I don't know. Do you guys think Camfer has the possibility of turning into like the next Tanner Glass, essentially in terms of like just playing when he absolutely should not? Getting into or already is. No, uh, Tanner Glass at least provided grit. Like, you guys are missing that. He lived – first of all, he's a walking meme right off the bat. Second of Those all – Those stickers, by the way. Thank Those you. stickers. A little bit of plug. Unbelievable. A little bit of plug. Bushwick Breakaway uh, Patreon stickers went out to everyone last week. The one true god Tanner Glass sticker, which we will post on our Twitter. Uh, As a subscriber uh, to the Patreon. Thank you. This is, a free, this is a free plug. Thank you. That sticker is worth – Every 69 cents that I donate to Thank this you. podcast. I appreciate it. Um, I, I just want to say, if you like that sticker, just wait until the next batch when we get Booty Sather. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> and then Outright Wig BT Award sticker is going to be amazing too. I, it, I I will, however much money that Patreon needs, I will double it if you get an Outright if, if you bump that up to the next branch of stickers is the Trot with BET stickers. Like, that's my new favorite theory of all time. Like, I'm going to, like, drive myself crazy <laughs> thinking about Al Trotwig in a silk robe smoking a 24-pack of cigs, just watching the BET tour where Dean Hot Wings. It's like, it's, it's it could be my new phone background. Listen, we've never gotten fan art before, but I know, yes. one, I know one of you out there is artistic. And can somebody put me on the couch with him? Because I need something for when I die. One of you out there is artistic. I need Al Trotwig on the couch watching BET Awards. Please so hit me up. I found a website designer from there. I found a lot of great people from the from this. I need one artistic person. We can do Please. this. We can do this. Um, Camper needs to leave the team. And I'm going to yeah. say this: uh, Nick Holden has legitimately been okay. Yeah, playing well. Yeah, yeah Nick Holden. Nick, Nick Holden has been fine. I think that's the best word to describe him. Yeah. He hasn't been a detriment. He hasn't <laughs> been. He has. He, he's been. He's been okay. I, I still want to. As okay as he's been, I wish he wasn't playing on the top pairing. But well, McDonough makes him good. I mean, there, well, McDonough would make you good. He's been that good this he makes, year. He already makes me good, baby. But uh, uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's uh, Holden is not even one of the five biggest problems facing the Rangers right now. He's not. No. Also, Mark Stahl, love you, buddy. Look at you. Look at you, Mark. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I said so many bad things. I wrote, yeah. I wrote an article about you, and everyone was like, why are you making fun of Marcel? He's been good this year. I was like, relax, it's been four games. He's coming out. It's going to be terrible. Uh, all, all I'm saying is I, I think that article motivated him. And I, yeah. I don't have I don't have any – any. no one has been able to prove that it hasn't is my point. I think this podcast motivates a lot of people, uh, like especially like Clendenning. He did really good. They got traded to a better team. Now he's in the AHL. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we've done a great job. <laughs> so who's, who's, the, who's the next guy we have to do a sarcastic backhanded article about in order to make him decent? Well, who's leaving the Rangers mm-hmm. next? <laughs> Ooh, uh, well, I've already written a day or an A article. That didn't work. Rick Nash at the uh, deadline? Ooh. No, stay away from my baby. I don't want to, I don't want any. I, so I, I, you... I had that like thought the other day. Like I li- think I li- would legitimately cry if he did at any point leaves the team this season or next season. I think you know Ryan hates Rick Nash. I don't right? hate Rick Nash, guys. What That's is crazy. with this? I don't, it's uh, not, like, not not to plug a dead podcast because whatever, but like the first episode of the Garden Faithful, I went on like a twenty five minute tangent of how like I'm the biggest Rick Nash apologist. Like I'll die for that man. I will fall on a sword and stay there until it like rots and infects. I hate how people point to his salary as like, well, he's not a seven million dollar player. Uh, that doesn't make him bad. Right. It, it is not my fault, your fault, or the Rangers' fault that the Blue Jackets are overpaying Rick Nash. Well, that's what he was at the time. He was an amazing player. He still is. 
He's just not the scorer I wanted him to be. Yes, he's been scoring, Greg. I know. I've been watching the games. It's I, I, he create. He's always created opportunities. I've Rick always. Nash create even if if the goals don't go just because you don't you're not going to score ten goals a game. But Rick Nash day in and day out creates scoring chances for the Rangers, and he's always created he's, scoring chances for the Rangers. He's huge. He takes the body. Like I, I, he does so many things that don't end up on the score sheet that I love so much. I just I can't imagine this team without like Rick Nash. And do you guys buy into the theory at all that he's going to take a pay cut to come here next year? Because I, I genuinely do. I'm on I'm on the train where we sh- I think if we're not in it we should trade him for for picks and then maybe he comes back try to resign him yeah just like the 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 Chapman situation in the Yankees where they traded him they got a great prospect and he came right let back him, let him try to win a cup or something and then then he come right, right back that, I'm fine with that I just don't want to have the situation where we don't get anything for him and he walks away I'm right cool. that's what yeah I'd rather extend him mid season uh, for another year if that's the case but I don't I don't know I, if he'd take that this. This front office, time and time again, has had the opportunity to tr- flip a guy in a race or not in a race for assets that they don't think they're going to be able to resign at the end of the season. They just don't do it. So I, yeah. I don't I, think there's any. I don't think it's it's a nice theory, but I, I don't think there's any chance the Rangers are trading Rick Nash this year, whether they so. keep him or not. I think he will be a Ranger for the entire season. I hope. So. I, I hope so too. I, I like I said, I still buy into the theory where I think he does resign for cheap. So I, I don't know. I I, I didn't thing? think it would be possible, and then Nash had that article with Larry Brooks being like, "I don't want to go anywhere." So I want to be a Ranger, and that's what I, like oh, I love him. God, I, love I, him. I think you could get him for. I mean, it's it's just weird trying to predict contracts in the NHL because on one hand, so yeah. they're like two years at five million annually seems like a fair deal for Rick Nash, but I mean, what, what Joe Thornton got eight million for one year last year? I mean, what did Patrick, Patrick Marlowe just get? He got eight million. Yeah, he got I mean, he got a ton of money. No, I, and he got three years as well. That I oh, don't feel like yeah. given Nash well, I don't three know if years. Got, I'll check it out. But yeah, um, I don't think Nash three years is that's devastating. I can't. I got two years. Two two years seems perfect. I guess you can make the argument just give Nash the third year if it's going to be a discounted rate. Right. I, I, I'd rather give him a year too many than a million too many. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um. Yeah, I, I, he's not gonna. Get, I don't think he's gonna get like seven and a half on the open market. No. Uh, if you can, if you can get him for anywhere between five and six, I'd be very. Happy. Hockey's so weird. All right, so Marlowe signed for uh, a one point five million base salary, but a seven million dollars signing bonus. He, Eighteen million dollar contract in total. So <laughs> what's his cap hit? That's really what it comes down his, to. His cap hit uh, six six million six point two million. Jeez. I would imagine. I would imagine Nash is somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah. But I think that's more well, we warranted have, than Marlowe. Really, what this team really isn't changing next year. I know we're looking super ahead, and it's only uh, November twentieth here. But we're just we're just signing people to extensions. That's really what this team's going to be doing. JT Miller, Kevin Hayes, etc. I I I think there's a chance one of Hayes or Miller is not a Ranger next year. Uh, I put my life down on it. I, I would I would say I and I think it's going to be Hayes they keep. I I, I can't see the Ranger. The, it's impossible for a team to pay everyone. I I don't think the Rangers. Can keep both Hayes and Miller. I I I, I don't think the money's going to work. Well, now no. it's like who do you think's more talented in general? I I because I I lean Miller, but but for a center, I think Miller's, I think Miller's I think, the best player on the team at times. Uh, Miller Miller's more talented. I think Hayes is more important though, if that makes sense. It does. That's a, kind of one of the point I was going at. Like we have no center depth now. We lose Hayes. Where are we? Like yeah, Elias I, I Anderson think, and Heedle comes over next year. Like they're both playing for us. As yeah. as great as Miller is. It it it's hard to find him proper ice time when you have guys like Buchnevich, Kreider, Zuccarello, and Nash all ahead of him. Yeah. Uh, so and 
Is that a I guy we trade at the Yondo. deadline then? Or I, I, yeah, the, the Rangers aren't making any trades. Dude, but I can't lose JT Miller for nothing. Like I, you're not be... going to. He's a restricted free agent. You're going to trade him in the offseason. All right. Yeah. It first, no one gives offer sheets in the NHL. It's just like an understood rule that GMs so soft. So weird. soft. Um, so you're, no one's going to offer sheet Miller, which means you will have the ability to just trade him. Did at they, full value. Did they like have like a meeting one day? They're like, no one's ever going to do this. Like, how if I'm the NHL player organization, which the lockout's coming, they're going to change that. Obviously, that's probably one of their top things, right? That Big no time. one, that no one gives restricted offers at all. Well, I would think I, the players want it changed, obviously, because it's it's a leveraging tactic. But I, I don't. If you're a GM and there's this understood rule that you never have to worry about another GM offer sheeting one of your guys, I don't know why so you ever want to change bullshit, that. though. Like, ugh. I, I think the last offer sheet. I, I could be wrong. Might have been Shea. Uh, might have been Shea Weber. I think the Flyers threw a big number at him, and the Canadians matched. And then they, no, not the Canadians, the Predators. <laughs> and then the Canadians turned him into PK Subban because they're fucking smart. <laughs> oh, would you guys? How long ago would you have killed yourself if you were a Canadian fan this year? Uh, uh, October twenty third. When did Claude Julien get hired last year? <laughs> uh, I think March. <laughs> that yep, right there. Right there. Uh, no, I know. Oh, I know the exact moment. Tanner Glass scored on Carey Price in a one nothing shutout. That's when. <laughs> uh, that's what I would have been in my life. It was over then for me. <laughs> poor Carey. Poor Carey Price. That contract's um, starting to look pretty bad. Not yeah. not great. Everything about the Canadians starting to look pretty bad, or continuing to look pretty bad, I should say. He's oh back God. too, and they're starting the backup tomorrow again. Uh, not good. That's not Good. Not great, Bob. Not great. No, uh, it's, it's poor. But yeah, no, just going back to our point, I think it's weird. I, I would agree with you guys that I think Miller is more talented than Hayes, but I can't see a scenario where the Rangers are trading Hayes. I think Hayes is the more important player right now. So the next year, again, way too soon to talk about this stuff, but this is what we do. Uh, your top one would be Mika Sabinajad. You'd have Hayes in your second center, and then you'd have Heedle and, and Anderson as your third and fourth. Uh, I bet you Heedle, yes. I, w- I would think if, when Anderson comes over, he's going to get the year in Hartford like Heedle got. Yeah, I think so too. Hmm. What makes you think that out of curiosity? He's been doing pretty well over in uh, in Sweden. He's been doing great in Sweden. I just – we know AV. Um, it, it, it takes an act of God to get AV to put a rookie in the lineup. Miller, Miller did time in Hartford. Um, it, I just I, – it, it, it has the makings of – AV is going to be like, oh, I can't have two 19-year-olds in my lineup on a nightly basis. Oh, two kids um, that can play hockey. They're a little strong. You know, they don't know enough. Not veterans. Yeah, I, I just – I, I, I wish I could tell you I had some inside knowledge to say that Anderson, when he comes over, will spend a year in Hartford. It's, it's just the vibe I get from what Elaine Vigneault has done as a – Manager of talent. You know, I just realized Rangers. we've had like 105 podcasts, I think, at this point. We've never done an Elaine Vigneault impression ever. Neither of us. Yeah, that was a bad impression, too. Yeah. That wasn't even a good one. Yeah, um, I, I, both of, I was like, this is awful. And I think we really need to work on our impression game because it's something we've got to incorporate more. It's just yeah, got to be a big he has, part. He has, he's weird. He's very French-Canadian. He doesn't sound French-Canadian. That's me chewing gum. That's all I have. <laughs> That's all I know. Uh, yeah, he doesn't. Uh, I, I, think, I do think Anderson gets sent out. And you guys are forgetting uh, about uh, – John Tavares coming to the Rangers next year as a free agent. Oh, you're right. So, I did forget about did that. Totally that. That's a great fucking that. point. That's our that's our two center because uh, just out of disrespect, we put him as our two center and keep Mika <laughs> number one. Uh, just to show him who the alpha still is. Yeah, and, yeah. You gotta uh, let him John know. Tavares and Mika. So. You, you, I think it's cute you think Tavares would be the two. I, I think 100% <laughs> AV would be like, you play for the Islanders, no way you're better yeah. than three. 
<laughs> get, get to know Paul Carey real fucking well there, John. <laughs> yeah, you're playing for your job, John. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we also forgot the third line is just going to be Tavares, Van Riemsdyk, and uh, probably Grabner just because he's just a dick-swinging motherfucker, and I love him. Uh, yeah, there's a 0% chance that Tavares is on this team. Zero. No, uh, I would say it's it's not zero. But again, I'm I'm on record of saying he's a Maple Leaf, like every other major center that's ever been a free agent in the NHL. Yeah. Stamkos has been great for the Leafs ever since he signed there. <laughs> great call, Greg. <laughs> I was so certain he was going to be a Leaf. You, like, lost, I, you lost money on it. The, uh, the two things I have been most certain about on this podcast, Stamkos going to the Leafs and VC not signing with the Rangers. I was at VC signing with the Rangers was my call. I'm just throwing it out there. Called that. It was, and I I honestly think the first time you brought it up, I was like, "You're fucking stupid." Yeah, you're like Ryan. You're a fucking idiot. All your opinions don't matter. I was like, "Thanks, Greg." Anyway, uh, Uh, Rangers are pretty good, huh? (laughs) Uh, All right, let's uh wrap this up. I want to talk a little bit Thanksgiving, my favorite holiday. Uh, Last year, favorite holiday. Least fall the takes. Okay, I was going to do something else, but now we're on here. Defend yourself. <laughs> I didn't cut you off. It's the worst holiday of all time. How? The food stinks. What? The food stinks. <laughs> it stinks. Stinks, stinks, stinks. Turkey's terrible, oh, first of all. Oh, my God. Uh, what's the what's the purple stuff that everybody fucking um, – Cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce. Terrible. Uh, potatoes, uh, I don't know about you guys, but if you like lumps of your potato, I don't want to be friends with you. So if you guys are lumpy potato guys, this will be my last appearance on this what? podcast. Get the fuck off now. I can't with Gra- this. <laughs> Gravy is by far the worst, like, oh, you, no. is it a condiment? Oh, like, it's no. the worst no, sauce or anything of all don't time. Don't do it. The don't only don't good thing no, about no. Thanksgiving no. is, like, <laughs> green beans. Like, green beans are just a What class. the fuck is your problem? Holy shit. Are you you saying the best part of school was math class and not recess? What what the fuck is your problem? What is Thanksgiving is and then you have to hang out with family. Like again, if you have like your friends giving or whatever, but if you have have, like the luxury of seeing your family, you have to hang out with family you don't want to talk to. You have to pretend pretend you want to watch. You are like children of divorce households. What family is coming to your place? My family's like like, my mom and I hang out, dude. Yeah, I had to deal with fucking family, motherfucker. And that's what made it the best part because everyone shut the fuck up for like an hour. And then I would leave and go watch football. You guys, don't give me this family bullshit, Mr. Broken Household. I don't want to hear it. This that's is not why you hate This me. is the hottest takes I've, I've ever heard you have. Like, I've been following you on Twitter for it's a long so time. It's so fucking bad. Like, I hate Thanksgiving. What? I, I actually, like, look forward to the fact that, like, I work, I work a job that makes me work on Thanksgiving so I get to skip that holiday. That's oh my God. fucking crazy, to me. It's the best holiday. It's not even close for me. Like I love, yeah. th- I love Fourth Christmas. Fourth of July. Fourth of July is the best holiday. There's no way it's the best holiday. Like I for- think, I think Fourth of July is criminally overrated. Beer, hot dogs, and I get to take my shirt off in public and <laughs> sitting during the national anthem. It's fantastic. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna stand up. <laughs> <laughs> You think, you think my giving takes are hot? <laughs> like it's my July podcasts don't stand. More inside baseball, though. I actually yeah. stand during the entire podcast. I don't have a chair. <laughs> Is that why you're not on cam? <laughs> well, I'm not on cam because I'm an ugly fuck, and I yeah, don't that, want you guys seeing my fat face. That's, that's why I'm not that's on cam. That's the real reason. Um, it's very I can't, Thanksgiving I, is the best holiday. It's the best holiday. No. Greg, do you remember we did a top five list last year? Yeah, no, well, I I don't know why I said yeah. No fucking way I remember. I don't remember what we talked on last week's podcast. I went went back and I had our podcast note from last year, and I had number one item, the biscuit sandwich. Still reigns true, by the way. I think my number one, I would imagine, is mashed potatoes. That was correct. (laughs) Okay, well, here's the thing. I'm with, like, 
I would prefer a nice lean, like thick but not chunky mashed potato. I thought you were describing this, me there. For this a could second. have gone any which I way. I thought you were describing way. me there for a second. There were so many things you could describe. It was, I, I like I like my mashed potatoes like I like my thighs. You know, low key thick. <laughs> two C's, baby. Lumpy. Two C's. Low key lumpy. Yeah. Uh, I it's just it's the I, your 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 comment about gravy just broke my fucking heart. That was the so part. you don't you don't like do you put steak sauce on a steak? No. How do you eat a steak? Just like I, I it depends, don't. It depends yeah. on the steak. Steak is, a, steak steak is, is terrible. Oh my god! <laughs> steak, steak, steak is terrible. terrible, and yet Fourth of July is your holiday. I almost just yeah, fell you out eat hot of dogs. Oh hot dogs. I'm seeing hot dogs. God. Steak. All right. So let me rephrase that. I can't just eat like a plain steak. Like you'll never catch me at a steakhouse. Like you can't just throw a steak in front and be like, "Here, eat this." If you like shred it up, put it into sandwiches, or, like oh, then I can shit. eat it. Steak is fucking awful. Okay. Do you like? Do you like um? Barbecue sauce on like a pulled pork sandwich? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, that's of course. what gravy is, man. Like steak. Okay, you know how you know this is fucked up, Woj? I'm agreeing with Greg on food. And when that happens, <laughs> something in the ro- world is going wrong. Like, I, I, I don't know what to do. You you came on my podcast. You said gravy's not not good. And I'll tell awful. you what. No, not, not good. Awful. Fuck you. First of all, shitty watery <laughs> gravy is awful. Anyone who has watery gravy and you're like, I need the, I need the thick gravy, bro. Two C's. Pour that brown slathery shit all over my mashed potatoes. Throw the corn on it. Throw my leftover turkey. Put it on a biscuit sandwich and shove it down my throat three times in a row. That's where I'm at on Thursday. Come see me. I'll be <laughs> – if you need me, I'll be the guy choking down turkey. I go to three different houses. I, I go to one house. from. I, I cook my own turkey. I go to my second household of my second family. Not my dad's though. I don't. I don't see him. Um, <laughs> and then the I go, theme of this episode. And then my friend uh, Joe and Liz. They invite me into their household and they feed me all the pies. And I have a great, 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 oh, wonderful time. Pie is fucking awful too, by the way. What? I, um, um, hold, hold on, hold on. I'm with Woj on that one. Pie, pie is, is criminally overrated. No apple terrible. pie, pecan pie, chocolate pie. Give it Nobody to on all. planet Earth likes pumpkin pie. That's just a fact. Like, I like pumpkin, I'm like right here, pie, bro. Come see You're a liar. You're no, lying. I, I like yeah. pumpkin pie. <laughs> You're a sociopath. A good You're a liar. No, bro. Who's the guy who eats pumpkin pie for breakfast every morning? I'm going to Google this shit right now. Someone I think – I, I, uh, I, I don't believe anyone likes pumpkin pie. I also don't believe anyone actually likes sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes are garbage. What? Potatoes are great, dude. <laughs> They're, sweet potato no, they're, fries really they're actually good for you. It's, oh, yeah, sweet potato pies with the honey mustard uh, sauce or the uh, – no, sorry, the, the syrup. That sweet, 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 potatoes, sweet potatoes are shit. Any, any food that's orange is not good. Orange Starburst sucks. All you right? don't, you don't like oranges? No, oranges okay. no, too much no work. work. Too much work. The best draft analysis on ESPN, Mel Kuyper eats a slice of pumpkin pie every morning for breakfast. Throw yeah, it and that guy doesn't know shit about the NFL, so what's the fucking point? He's got great hair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not done with Woj saying the best part of a Thanksgiving meal are the green beans. What kind of fascist voting awesome. psychopath are you? Are you kidding me? <laughs> green, green beans, beans? great. Like real natural green beans. Put some no, salt in a little butter. I'd rather eat dirty asshole than green beans. Okay, it's 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 too soon. Also, it's always ass eating season. Uh, except all you fuck that shit. Uh, next year, it's too soon for this. Woj, we've never met in person. That time's going to come. Never. When that time comes, you and I, my friend, we're having Thanksgiving together. Doesn't matter no, what. it's terrible. I won't show up. I'll, like, I'll call no call no show. <laughs> it's so fucking bad. Like, my family hates me so much. 
to the point where like they started having to make me ham on Thanksgiving because I won't eat fucking anything else. I, on I totally day. understand the divorce now. Like I didn't get it before. Like <laughs> I, I knew why. My parents are like, <laughs> I can't deal with this fat fucking kid asking ham every Thanksgiving. Come out of here. Like I get why my dad left. Look at me. But like you, like I didn't make sense. You're a great kid. You're funny. You got your shit together. You love Disney so much. You're a wholesome guy. The Thanksgiving unlocks all the keys while your dad left. I get it. <laughs> my, my roommates at Disney hated me so fucking much because I was like so anti-Friendsgiving. I'm like, let's just order a fucking pizza. Like, let's just please get pizza. It's oh, like, no, we got to cook. I'm like, pizza wings is better than like fucking anything I get on Thanksgiving. Any, anyone who doesn't like Thanksgiving also puts pineapple on pizza and just deserves no, to be sent to hell. I don't like Thanksgiving. I don't like pineapple on pizza. Terrible. You're halfway there. So, so where, I just have a, a few more questions now that we're into this. Uh, yeah, you gotta so, ask. So Christmas is where is that ranking on your list at? Number two? You number December 25th? Number two. Number just two. Just a day. It's a terrible day. <laughs> it's okay, Greg. We I, get I it. Have, I Jewish. have a Christmas. You I have a Christmas. Yeah, I just caught on. Got it. Jewish. Just caught on. Yes. <laughs> I, I have a Christmas ranking. Yeah. I put um, Hanukkah in there. Like, when, I don't celebrate it, but. When did it become okay for – all of you Christians to overtake my movie theaters on Christmas. First of all, rewind. Yeah. Uh, you said all of you Christians. Very much yeah. not Christian, my friend. Christmas. Uh, okay. Then I'm not talking to you. I'm oh. talking about I'm talking to all else. my Sorry. Christian friends my who are so fucking amped Christmas morning to open their stupid presents of Xbox 360s when you should be having an Xbox One. <laughs> Wait, and your parents who's going to get 360s here, they don't make those anymore. What is my dad their dad? That's crazy. <laughs> they're, they're so amped to open their fucking presents and then eat their fucking meal. And then they're like, well, shit, I don't want to talk to my family anymore. Get the fuck away from my movie theater. All right. That is for me and my people. That is mine. Uh, I'm tired of having to like deal with sold out movie theaters on Christmas. All right. Leave it alone. That is my space. I don't. And you know what they're doing now? They're getting Chinese for dinner, too. What the fuck? Why even? What's the point of being Christian if you're going to do all the Jewish stuff on Christmas? Have your cake and eat it too, my friend. No, it's my cake. Stay the fuck away from me. I, I, <laughs> it's my biggest pet. Like Christmas used to be my jam. All right, I wouldn't right. have to talk to anyone all day. Yeah, everyone would be doing family shit. I, I'd literally have a Greg day, and Greg day would be going to the movie theater and eating a shit ton of Chinese food for dinner. And now I have to deal with, uh, Greg, I'm, it's it's twelve thirty. I'm done with my family stuff. Do you want to go see a movie? No, I don't want to see a movie with you. I don't want to fucking talk to you today. I want to go watch Django Unchained by myself in an empty movie theater and laugh my ass off. Why are you interacting with me on my day? Motherfuckers. Woj, um, I have a tradition that started last year where I drop a Christmas rap song um, every year. I'm trying to drop a couple songs this year. Do you want to be featured on one? Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> it's question for her. <laughs> Thanksgiving terrible? Yes. Yeah, Let's so, yeah. Thanksgiving diss track. I have a couple beats. I'll, I'm going to link you on Twitter. Uh, one of the beats right. I'm working on, and maybe you know we could feature a song together. Uh, I work with I work with a kid who's like he, he raps, so I'll like I'll like get him to like yeah. write one for me. That would be and awesome. Then I'll spit it. Yeah, spit I'm it. I'm not clever enough to think because I would like own. to have a, a, a Woj and Mead uh, duo drop. I have a good some good beats I found though. I was searching uh, track. Uh, wow, my brain just exploded. Uh, Chris, Chris, dope Christmas beats on YouTube, and it came out really well. So. Trap, trap, Christmas beats. And so I'm just gonna trap post. Them. I'll, I'll post them on Twitter uh, tonight on my personal account, Roll Ryan Mead, and I'll tag you in it. We'll, uh, I'll show what we're gonna rap over. You're gonna love it. It's gonna explode your brain. Fuck, Mary, kill Easter, Christmas, Thanksgiving. I didn't kill kill Easter so quick. Easter's there's no good part about Easter. What's good about Easter? Yeah. No, I, Easter sucks. I'd actually probably kill Easter over Thanksgiving too. Yeah, and you hate. And it I fucking hate Thanksgiving. Yeah, and not, I hate Thanksgiving. First of all, Easter's on a Sunday. You don't even get the day off. 
Yeah, that's true. What are you doing? No one hides the eggs anymore. There's no like money in it. Like, what am I getting? The, the bunnies or whatever. Want to want to hear a depressing Jewish kid on Easter story? I'm ready. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, one year, my birthday. I have an April birthday, and it fell on Easter Sunday. So I spent that birthday watching the fourth round of the most boring Masters in the world with my dad because I didn't have friends that day. Wow, man. You could have called me. It was, we were, it was we were very friends. sad. And and I wasn't even allowed to have cake because it was fucking Passover, so I wasn't allowed to have bread. It was <laughs> the worst day of my life. This has been Being Jewish with Greg Kaplan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think we can wrap this thing up. Uh, anything we want to plug? I don't think so. Hey. No, Woz doesn't even have Twitter anymore, so fuck that guy. No, oh, yeah, you know what I'm not doing right now? Fuck. I'm not wearing the ga- the podcast-worn jersey, this podcast. I got to put hey, it on. Hey, people only have it until Sunday. That's true. If you want to wear to get a podcast-worn jersey from us, you just retweet any of our posts from bluechurchbreakaway.com, and we're going to enter you in a podcast-worn jersey, and I'll mail it out to your house. Sunday is our meetup game. We'll be in New York City. If you're at the Vancouver game, let us know. We'll be there. Um, I'll be there, guys. Yeah. If you guys want to come meet Woj. Yeah, are you? No. No, just pick a fat guy and be like, this is Woj. And be like, just hire, like, get one of your fat buddies and be like, this is Woj the entire time. Like, this yeah. is him. Yeah, this, this is, is Woj. He's like, he's like one of our best friends. Photos and just be like, oh, Woj, like, how's it going, buddy? We'll give him a playlist of how uh, okay. they just have to talk shit about Thanksgiving and it'll fit right in. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go up to as many people as possible and be like, hey, man, can I grab a picture? And I'm just going to tag you in every one of them. I swear to you, I love it. I, I'll, I'll retweet every single one of them. Okay, well, well, Greg, you know what we're doing now, right? <laughs> I, I always knew what we were doing it was me ignoring you during this hockey game okay well i'll get another photographer i guess um all right yeah follow us on twitter bush break follow brian you did the full name now right yeah full name brian wotanic follow it up sure yeah, i sure. still tweet time to time like i gotta be like and watching the game and in the mood to tweet like i'm still looking generally at twitter but like you're still a great actually, follow like, like don't don't to, sell yourself short to actually think of something clever to tweet these days is my brain's so mush that it takes forever. But uh, yeah, go ahead if you want to see Kreider's dick once every twenty games when he scores. Uh, well, just give me two minutes on the uh, the great Nate Peterman. Oh my god, dude! Like, I, so I was so against that move. Like, it's <sighs> okay, for, for <laughs> reference. For reference, so everyone knows they're talking about the Bills quarterback because no. you wouldn't know that. If I was Tyrod Taylor and I got put into that game. I would have literally sat on the ground and just stayed there. I would not have played a snap and just looked at McDermott the entire time. Just not broken on contact or anything. That was such a fucking debacle. It's classic buffalo. This is literally like – I remember tweeting literally like two and a half weeks ago that the Bills were going to the playoffs, and we've gotten our doors blown off by like 80-plus points the last two weeks. I, I hate all my sports teams. There's not one thing I like about it. Nathan Peterman – was never going to be good. He couldn't win a job at Tennessee. He beat Clemson at Pitt, so they're like, oh, let's make him the backup quarterback in Buffalo. And everybody in Buffalo, I, it, it feels so vindicated because Buffalo sports radio is the absolute fucking worst. And all these clouds were clamoring for Nathan Peterman, and they got exactly what they wanted. Five fucking interceptions in the first half. He threw it's five? Crazy. Five, in the first five? Half. in the first half. Wow, he, full, he went full to low? He was six for 12 with five interceptions. You never go full to low, bro. He, com- he completed 11 of his 12 passes. It was pretty good. Um, someone <laughs> some, someone had a great tweet at like five o'clock as this game was happening. They're like, oh, in the last two years, Tom Brady has thrown five interceptions. Uh, Nate Peterman has thrown five interceptions since four o'clock. Tyrod had three all year. Tyrod had three all year. And son of a bitch. I hate sports. We we know we, we are close with a couple of Bills fans, and they were pro- 
let's see what we got with Peterman. No, and I, was, I always thought it was stupid. So stupid. It made no sense. Especially because they're still like if they were like two in whatever their record could be, if they had like two or three wins, fine. Just let it let it let the dick fly to the wind. But we're still fucking in the playoff one. We still possibly are. Like it's so stupid. It makes no sense. Ever since that fucking Jets game on Thursday night, the Bills have just been shit in the bed and going downhill. So I blame the goddamn Jets. Did you get off Twitter because of Jets dance to everything? No, I actually thought that was fucking great. Like that's very <laughs> that, that was like a very funny, like I wanted to hate it so bad, but like can't every, do it. every new video was so good. It was can't really do funny. it. I just every time I just I look at Demario Davis punching that beat and Jamal Adams <laughs> doing whatever Jamal Adams is doing. And it's cool. I, I, I know we're trying to wrap this up, but I, we're you, not. I know we, you guys we are keep I, going. I don't care. I, I know you guys are wrestling guys. So did you watch any of this weekend? Oh, here you go. I watched, I watched Survivor Series last night, the whole thing. And that's probably why before this podcast, I was out for seven hours. <laughs> Didn't watch war games, though. Didn't watch war games. I've heard disappointing things about war games. Oh, I thought it was the best pay-per-view of the year. The paper use. I'm talking about the physical war games match itself. Oh yeah, it was. I mean, it was good. It, it was just fun. wasn't war games. Yeah, it, it was. There needed to be more, but it, it, it was good. I so think they Phil, did good Phil for what. Uh, so, guy who doesn't watch wrestling, I've only I only watch uh, WrestleMania and I watch Royal Rumble. What happened in War Games slash Survivor Series? Fill me in real quick. Uh, Triple H is still just burying anybody he can. Yeah, uh, Adam I, Cole I, is going to be the best WWE free agent to come up to the main roster in years when he eventually does. Okay. And um, Brock Lesnar is still a piece of shit. They brought, oh, Brock see, I actually I like I like the Lesnar Styles match. Lesnar actually took good longs. match. Good match. It, it was, was a really match. good match. I just hate Brock Lesnar. With I, so see, I love Lesnar. Who won between uh, Styles and Lesnar? Lesnar. That sucks. They're, Lesnar's going to win everything until WrestleMania next year, and then he'll drop yeah. the belt. Somebody will uh, finally Styles is so good, who. dude. He's so much fun to watch. Yeah. The the thing is, I I I know I know you hate Lesnar Woj, but Lesnar recognizes good wrestling talent and he tries harder when it's an idea he oh, likes. Yeah. And you last night you could tell that he fucking respects the shit out of AJ Styles. Well, he, was, good match, yeah. he was doing stuff in that match that Lesnar just hasn't done in forever. But I, I hate the, the card was I think Lesnar Styles was great. Uh, I thought um Flair Alexa Bliss was phenomenal. Really good. Um, I just, I the Usos tag match was fantastic too. They're, they're becoming like must watch at this point. Like the Usos are so fucking talented. The um, the end of the men's Survivor Series match was just the most disappointing <laughs> thing I've ever witnessed. I was expecting a run in. I was expecting like Daniel Bryan's music to drop. I I swear to God, I was like standing on my couch waiting for it. I it just felt it was the perfect setup. Like you had Angle in the ring, you had McMahon in the ring at one point, and you have Triple H in the ring. At one point, you could have brought him in. Even wait, at the end, wait, hold on, McMahon... rewind, rewind. Were all those people wrestling that you just named? Yes. <laughs> what? Yeah. Welcome. Yeah, two thousand two yeah. was the best. It was the best pay per view two thousand two last night. Um, what? They were all wrestling. All no, wrestling. Shane, the, the there was one guy, Ryan, you wouldn't recognize, but Kurt Angle, Triple H, and Shane McMahon were like the last three people. That was awesome. In this match, too. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. They're oh, yeah, all very old now. Yeah, super disappointing. Um, there, super the, disappointing. there were two moments where I thought this match could be. The next level. The one was we all that match needed was a Daniel Bryan running at the end. And I don't look, I understand the health worries with Daniel Bryan and all that shit, but if you're gonna let Kurt Angle wrestle, you don't right. give a fuck about anyone's health. Let, let let him wrestle. Who gives a shit? Yeah, it's his it's, it, it, it's his life. Let let him do whatever he wants. That's that's my theory. But two you know he wants in. The uh, wants the, the most the more disappointing thing to uh, Brian not running in was everyone knew that Owens and Zayn were gonna interfere in that match. Yeah. I there have been rumblings, and I listen to the Masked Man show, so I completely am stealing this from them. 
But there have been rumblings that the WWE is considering getting the NWO back together. And the end of, well, no, new guys, new guys. It would be Owens and Zayn as the Nash and Hall of the new NWO. Okay. I, they made a, such a big deal about John Cena being a free agent last night. I thought when Owens and Zayn came in, I thought it was going to be at the end of the match. I thought McMahon was going to be just bloodied and beaten in the middle of the ring. I thought Cena was going to run in for the quote unquote save. And then Cena was going to drop the leg and be the third man. I wanted that in the worst fucking way. If, if, that was, if new NWO was Cena as Hulk Hogan, tell me you would, how in you would be. I'm in, but that's never happening. No, it's not no. happening. There's too many. I mean, not to be funny, this isn't me poking a joke, but there's too many Make a Wish kids left out there that Cena no, has. To and I knew it wasn't going to happen as soon as like before the big match. They do this five hour Ferdinand the Bull preview, and I was like, John Cena's never going to be the fucking bad guy. Nope. <laughs> nope. But how fucking amped would you be if? Owens and Zayn are standing there. Third man runs in and Cena drops the fucking leg. Would have been a thousand times better than the ending that we got. What's so a, I would have uh, fucking loved it. Give me an update on my favorite wrestler when I watch Rollins. Uh, the Shield's back team. together. Okay. Yeah, Shield's back together. Is that it, fun? Was, it was an okay match. It was fine. Is it fun yeah, that they're back it, together or is it just like lost its luster? Um, lost. Okay. Yeah, lost. It's, it, it, it's, it's kind of like uh, it's a bad people like Roman reunion. Reigns again. That's yeah, it's possible. a bad – well – it's, it's just the, – the reason why it sucks is it, we all know where it's going. They're once again going to break up close to WrestleMania and Reigns is going to do his thing. Yep. Why, why don't they ever just make Reigns turn heel? Isn't that so easy? <laughs> they tried for a little bit, but they just they – they want their number one guys, quote-unquote, to be good guys. Yes. And they, they see Reigns as their number one guy. So they the want bad to guys were always way cooler to me when I was a kid. I was a huge Kurt Angle fan, like big well, time. The, the best guys are always the just ambiguous ones. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin was not a good guy or a bad guy. He was oh, Stone Cold. Geez. Rock wasn't a good guy or a bad guy. He was The Rock. Yeah. Even Triple H for a while. I mean, Triple H is better as a heel. Triple but H was always at, the bad guy. <laughs> well, at the height of his powers, he was kind of like, you know, anti-establishment. And that made him a bad guy. But... I, yeah, the like, the the best guys are the guys you can be ambiguous about. What the thing that fans hate is they just don't want to be told how to feel about someone. And yeah. like the reason why fans hate John Cena is because WWE tells you to like him, and John Cena is perfect. I oh, think he's one of the best wrestlers so, in the so last twenty years. But so good. The reason yeah. why people hate him is because the WWE. They say they hate him, but they like don't him. actually hate him. They really like I, him. I think some fans do. I, I think some fans are angry about the character. I, I think they like John Cena, the guy. I think they hate the character. Yes, I don't think it's All right, here, here's my last hypothetical for you, Greg. You might have to explain it to Ryan. But right. would you rather have to wear Shinsuke Nakamura's leather pants the rest of your life or John Cena's jorts? Literally, that's all you can wear. One of the two. Uh, I'm going with the jorts just because I hate pants. All right, that's fair. Um, I'll go jorts. Also, the, my least favorite part of fucking Survivor Series last night who the fuck calls Nakamura Shin? Every time yeah. Michael Cole called him Shin, I wanted to fucking throw up. Yeah, it's terrible. And him getting eliminated first was just awful. And someone has to go first. Who would you have won first? Bobby Roode? Mm, Cena. It's never going to happen. I knew it was never going to happen. <laughs> Cena was never going first. I, it, it's The whole Survivor's... I'm fine with the order of elimination if you do the ending right. They just fucked the ending. The ending was so bad. It was literally like such a... like. I don't know the word because my brain's metaphor for how the WWE's run. Like it, it was just so perfectly summed up of like, well, Triple H walks out on top. That was cool. So let's review of what we went over today, real quick. Uh, <laughs> what a list, by the, the way. The Rangers are boring, yep. uh, yeah. but not really. Sort of. 
Kinda. We might trade JT Miller or Hayes. Uh, both Rick, of Na- sh- Rick, Nash, Rick Nash could be Ryan's new dad. Rick Nash could be Ryan's new dad. You both shit your pants. I went to a nerd <laughs> convention. Thanksgiving's the worst, but it's also the best. Uh, you both watch wrestling. I still know something. Somehow the Bills are doing the Bills thing again. Uh, and we talked a little bit of Rangers. Is that pretty appropriate? That sounds about good to me. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think we'll wrap it up. Uh, thanks, everyone, for coming to listen to this wonderful episode of Thanksgiving edition of Blizzard's Breakaway, the best holiday. But Woj, thanks for coming on in, in a very last minute. Uh, oh, no problem. Always, always, you know, I have nothing to do. I know, I know. <laughs> I was literally about to go sit on my couch and watch Moana. That's so. why I, I messaged right you first. Guy. I was like, this guy's got nothing going on. <laughs> so, <laughs> he was, uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> so I messaged him right away, asked if he wanted to come on us, and he came right on. And then, uh, and so that's that. Follow us on Twitter at Bullshit Break. Hit us up on the website. Retweet stuff to win the jersey. Hit us up on the game on Sunday. Anything else? Al Al Trotwigart. Oh, yeah. If you're an artist, Al Trotwigart. I need it. I need it. There's millions of ways. I've all for the next 72 hours. Yeah. (laughs) I have a short test. I'll forget about it very shortly. Okay, great, great, great. All right, I'll see you guys next week. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Enjoy your turkey. Bye-bye. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.